Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of North London Is, where Julian and Perry discuss, debate and banter about their beloved Tottenham and Arsenal, as well as the main Premier League talking points. Welcome to our first FA Cup podcast edition. Uh, Perry and I thought it was a good idea, uh, especially as... uh, Liverpool were playing Arsenal to have a, a Liverpool guest on the show. So uh, we're both delighted to have with us uh, today, Jay from the Liverpool Groove podcast. Jay, thanks for coming on. How are you? My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And I'm fantastic. I'm <laughs> uh, don't think Perry's quite so happy to see me as you might be, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> when Julian just said we're delighted, <laughs> one of you was delighted. <laughs> well, not sure. What were you? What were you thinking at half time, though? <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I, I knew we were going to win. Um, <laughs> just the way the game was going, the chances that Arsenal were having and not constantly wanting to find that extra pass, um, have it not looking confident at all. I just knew the game was there for the take. We had to get it right once and thankfully we did with the own goal. Um and then it one was just sealing it. But yeah, I, I just thought it was there for the taking to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I got to I mean I've, I've actually sadly uh got to agree with Jay. Once we got to half time we'll probably go for a replay. Um it's just shocking, shocking finishing from us. And Jay summed it up. Havertz looks about as confident as I would if I was, you know, playing, you know, Novak Djokovic tennis in a tennis game. You know, we've spent £65 million on him. And I, yesterday, Jay, I went for a walk with a really big Liverpool fan who's gone home and away for about 40 years. And we were talking about Salah will be a miss, obviously. But Nunes Jota and Gakpo are still pretty decent players. And although Nunes, I know he kind of, a, you know, he annoys a lot of Liverpool fans and a lot of the media have a go at him. He's still got something about him. And Arsenal, if you compare that with Arsenal, once Jesus is out, we've got Havertz and Nketiah. I know Saka and Martinelli are great players and I'm not going to have a go at them. They're 21 and 22, but 
I just thought today, Havertz, the opportunities we had, he just learned. He was shocking. Shocking. Yeah, I mean, just could just could have put the game to bed in the first half. Um, yeah. Really, some of the chances I thought we, first part, defended well. I thought some of your chances were coming from our own mistakes. Um, yeah, they were. You mentioned Salah there. I think, obviously, he's, he's going to be a miss for any team in the world. But I think it helps the the other front players when he's not there because I feel like times we're too reliant on Salah when he's obviously not there. Yeah, I think we spread the chances out between them more evenly, and I think they all yeah. get a better chance in the game. But you also brought but on Johnny. You say that it, it's a, sorry to interrupt, Pez. It, it, yeah. it's a little bit like when obviously Kane's left Spurs, and everyone's like, "Oh, how's how Spurs going to cope without Kane?" Um, and you know, you find other players do step up. Um, and I, I think you're right. I think you've got you've got an abundance of riches up front or offensive players. Um, and I think that's what, what will happen in Salah's absence. And look at Jota when he came on. I mean, OK, he wasn't incredible, but what a wonderful player to come on. And I don't know how tall he is, but there was two corners that Liverpool had and he won headers against both Saliba, who I thought was very, very good today against Saliba, and Gabriel. And Jota's not, a, he's not like a monster, is he? No, you know, and what a player to come on. So, look, I'm absolutely gutted. I take every. I I want to win the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup, the Europa League. The Europa, I don't care. It's a pre-season friendly. So, all these Arsenal fans on Twitter tonight. Oh, we got bigger fish to fry. No, bigger fish to fry. At the moment, we are fighting for fourth or fifth. No question. We can't get a goal. I don't know what you thought, Jay, of the the league game, because um, I came out of watching that. I was away. And when we played in the league game, I looked at the odds and we were two to one to win the league after that game. And now we're 10 to one. I mean, you know, and I spoke to a lot of Liverpool fans after that game where I was in Tenerife and a few of my mates. And they said, they actually, I don't know if you agree with them, but they said, no, you're, you're better than us. You're, you're actually a better team than us, which is why you're two to one. and uh, We were two to one and you're three to one. You're now five to two and we're 10 to one. <laughs> You know, I don't. uh, I think this season it seems that Arsenal have got a bit more of a individuality about some of the players. I don't think. I think he's with a better team collectively last season than he's had this season. I don't think there's that. I don't know. I don't know if there's not the togetherness there between the team that there is. I don't know if it's Rice coming into the team or Havertz coming in, Um, and maybe so. You know, losing someone like Saka, he's been a big part of the club for a lot of years former captain and things like that losing that personality from the dressing room can go one way or the other we've yeah. benefited from losing our like in Jordan Henderson and I don't know maybe you just lost a little bit of togetherness yeah possibly I mean I don't I, yeah up until the Liverpool game I thought I've said to Julian the whole season I thought as long as Saliba Gabriel and Rice stay fit we'll finish top two well at the moment I can't, we can't, we can't bag a goal, let alone a win. So we, we, you know, Liverpool just looks so much more energised and player for player. Um, I actually don't think, I think it's very close between Liverpool and Arsenal, but at the moment you are, you know, you've got a semi-final on Wednesday against Fulham. Hmm. That, yeah. That's two legs, isn't it? It's two legs, yeah. Two legs, yeah. First one on Anfield. So, so. Liverpool, hats off to Liverpool and Jürgen again. He's a, he's a fantastic manager, and you know. Are you, are you worried, Perry, about Saka's form? I said to Sam and James, my, I said to Sam just now, I think he had a really poor game. Um, I thought, 
Uh, Martinelli, when he came on, was good. When he came on for 10 minutes, he changed the game a little bit. But then Klopp, again, great managers. You know, Arteta did nothing until like he brought on one player. And Klopp, even though his squad was decimated today, you know, he had no Van Dyke, he had no... Um, obviously no Salah, he had no, I can never pronounce him, Jay Schlozlava, you know, <laughs> they're, they're three big players, so he brings on two, he brought, he brought on four players, we didn't bring on, we brought on one player, and we brought, Saka should have come off, you know, the guy has played 206 times, Julian, and do you know how old he is? He's, he's, he's only 22, he's 206. I mean, you know, he must have been, were you quite alarmed though when Liverpool fans, uh, Liverpool players attempted to tackle him? Because I didn't think that was allowed anymore. <laughs> well, no, that has been listen, that has been a major, a major issue, I think, getting into the banter territory. I hear, which I think, I think Saka is, isn't protected at all, but today he didn't need to be protected. I mean, okay, sure. you, you say that, right? But I was looking at the stats like last year in 2023, um. Saka was fouled 87 times, all right? Mm. Madison, obviously had the first part of 2023 with Leicester, uh, was fouled 80 times. So he's fouled seven more times than Madison. Saka played 17 more games. Yeah, but you've, you've, you've come into my, this is what <laughs> I wanted you to say. This is, why, this is why I'm about to win the argument. Because that's the point. We don't get the foul. That's what Arteta and Arsenal wrote. Well, apparently they didn't write. Yeah, but if Saka's playing, we're not getting the fouls. Yeah, but if Saka has played 820 consecutive matches, Mm. he's obviously not been fouled that badly because he never misses a game for injury. He's a sturdy boy and will spearhead (laughs) alongside your old mate Harry Kane. England's win in the Euros this year. I can't see Listen, anybody replacing Sakharin. Jay will remember, and in fairness, I don't think it was in many of his Liverpool days, but Gareth Bell used to be hacked to death by the famous Charlie Adams, um, mainly when he was at Stoke, admittedly. But he got some bad injuries. Um, and I know you're going to go on about Stoke and Arsenal, and you, you've got a point now. I, I don't disagree with that. Oh, he was a fuck, Charlie Adam. I think Jay will agree with that. Yeah, he was. He just wasn't very good, was he? Like, <laughs> I don't think. I don't think that was a that wasn't on bail that he kept getting fouled by Chad, and that was on Charlie Adam. He just couldn't get <laughs> anybody really. Um, so yeah. No, I think Saka. Listen, I just listen. Saka didn't have a good game today. I, I didn't. I, I don't think he's played well for 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 a while. And um, I think Arsenal are in, in, in serious trouble. And, and from what I've heard, we are not going to be buying. We're waiting until the summer. And that's a shocking, shocking situation because the, 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 the players we have out who are very important to us, um, Thomas Party, he bought, obviously spent a lot of money on Durian Timber in the summer. They're not going to be back. They're not going to be back. So... We're this things things are not looking good for Arsenal at the moment, and I don't know. You, yeah, I think things happen very quickly in the transfer window. What's um, that? I think things can change very quickly in the transfer window. I mean, the good thing is, from you know, without bantering, but I will banter, you've now got what one game in the next three weeks. Um, so, so you know, it gives Saka a chance to uh, 
have a rest. Um, and who knows? We're going to maybe... Dubai. They're going to Dubai. Arsenal are going to Dubai tomorrow, tomorrow night for, for 10 days and they need it. Listen, unfortunately, Jay, we have to talk about Spurs Burnley. Um, and uh, great goal, awful game. And that's it. That's all we need to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I went I went with my two boys on a Friday night, travel, you know, getting through London traffic, which is never easy. Um, it was a a ball fest, really. It was a it was a horrible game. I mean, we've had five first teamers out with Van der Ven, Romero, Madison, Basuma, no son. Um, so I wasn't totally surprised it was an awful game. But if you're going to win a game, you that's the way to win it with an absolute worldie. Um, but we ne- nearly gave it away in the last minute. Their keeper, I don't know if you saw it, Jay. I know uh, Perry did because one of his sons was oh. there. In the Burnley end, I may add. So uh, full respect for that. Um, but yeah, their goalie came up, got a flick on, and then um, one of their players just, you know, fired wide. But listen, all that matters in the FA Cup is getting your name into into the hat for the next round uh, wasn't yeah. a good game uh unfortunately we've picked up yet another injury another hamstring um and i i do think it becomes it, it it's not just bad luck when you keep getting muscle injuries and i think there is something in it between how big Ange sets up his teams uh and demands of his teams because they do a high-pressing game, um, and it obviously takes their toll on, on, on the players. I mean, I think Davis has actually been very good. We've needed him to step up, and he has since Romero and Van der Ven's been out. Um, so hopefully we get this Romanian striker that we've been linked to over the Defender. line. Yeah, which we need badly. Um, Van der Ven was on, on, on the bench on Friday, and apparently he was going to come on, but because of the way the game turned out and said we didn't need him um you know he wanted to bring on forward players um if you can call brian hill a forward player but um yeah it's listen it wasn't a great game it won't live in the memory for long um but you know all that matters in the fa cup is you win and you're in the next round so uh well you win no 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 all that matters in the fa cup is that you go on and win it if you don't win it it's irrelevant as, as I'm sure Jay will agree. Jay, what do you think this season now? Do you think, um, what are your thoughts at the moment? Or what do you think that's happened? You know, what Liverpool, City, Arsenal, dare I say it, Spurs. Got to give them a lot of credit with the injuries they've had and new manager. I mean, they've bought, it's, like, it's like a miracle. They have bought some very good players, Spurs. I mean, Villa. But what are your thoughts on the season so far with everybody? I think just first and foremost, it's just been a, a great season in, in terms of that. I can't remember the last time we've had a title race like this where you've got, you know, potentially f- up to five teams at least that at this stage of the season are in with the shelf of it. It's just unheard of, especially in the days of City's dominion. You just don't get it anymore. So mm-hmm. um, for me, it's just nice that we're up there. I didn't expect us to be up there this season. I thought we'd be fighting for fourth place and hopefully go on a, a good cup run, go on and win the Europa League or something like that. So to be where we are at this stage of the season is beyond my expectations. Mm. Do you think, if you could if you could predict now, do you think you'll carry on with this form or do you think City will still win the league? 
it's a tough one. You can't you can't write City out of it. I mean, you know full well from last season yeah. that you just you can't write City out of a title race, no matter how far ahead you've been. We've been in stronger position than this in the past and haven't gone on to win it. So yeah, I think obviously we can go on and win it. Whether we will depends on how City play. I think they're not as strong as last season. Um, yeah. I don't think plays Gundogan very well. Yeah. Um, and I think when when Haaland isn't playing, obviously they've missed the Bruyne. Um, yeah, he's back now, isn't he? Yeah, but they're not the same relentless City that they've been in recent seasons, I don't think. But obviously, this is where they tend to just go on a run and win yeah. 15 in a row or something, isn't it? So. And what do you think about Arsenal and Spurs? Arsenal were always going to be up there. Um, the season you had last season was never going to be in doubt. I still think, I still think you'll finish top three. Um, who knows whichever way round that's going to be? I don't know. Spares um, again, probably to a larger extent, a similar situation to Liverpool. Don't think anybody expected Daniels to come in and do the job that he has done. I don't think. Many Spurs fans would have expected them to be up where they are in the league, especially losing Harry Kane. Um, but I, as you mentioned, I mean, some of the signings you have made have been really good and a little bit unheard of, really. Like Vicario come in and been fantastic. Um, Vicario, I mean, I, I'll admit it, in the summer, I was like livid that we didn't pay extra and get Raya. Um, you know, because Leia... Rails, you know, heavily linked with Spurs, and then out of no, and I thought the deal was very close to being done, and then out of nowhere, we turned our attention to Vicario. He was like twelve million pound cheaper, and all the Spurs fans on Twitter were going for the cheap option and what have I. But fair play, he, he's turned out to be, you know, phenomenal and one of the buys of the season. Um, you know, he's been really commanding at, at the back, and the way Ange plays, he, he's like. Um, He's like a sweeper keeper, really. Uh, he plays so far forward sometimes, um, but he's been great. I think doesn't Van that show you? But doesn't that show you? Because you bought him before you actually had signed the contract with Postacoglu, and doesn't that show you how important what is going on behind the scenes at a football club is? You know, you, you bought Madison. You bought Madison before you got Postacoglu. You bought Vicario before you got Postacoglu. And no, you know, Matt, 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 Ange had a conversation with Madison before he signed. Um, yeah. So I, I think I think you know because Newcastle were heavily linked with Madison in the summer, yeah. um, and I thought because they had Champions League, I, I thought he would go there. But I think Ange has been quite instrumental in getting him. I think he was quite instrumental getting Van der Ven as well. Um, these players seem to want to play for him, and um, you know from. The sounds of it over the weekend, we've agreed a deal with uh, Timo Werner, uh, mm. which initially surprised me. I, I wasn't overly excited, but I think Friday night, you can see, obviously, we haven't got Kane. We haven't got Son for another month or so. We're, we're particularly light. I mean, I, I wouldn't like to rest our season on Richarlison, um, yeah. though he has done quite well over the last month. So we do need someone. He has got pace and he can work across the, you know, he's quite versatile in the front three. Um, I'd have when, him. I'd have him. I, I, that, but I don't rate him. I, I don't rate Werner, but I'd have him. I, yeah. I think he's better than Havertz. He's be, well, I don't know if he's better than Havertz. 
you know, he gives a bit more energy. Do, do you think Liverpool will buy anybody? Or do they need anybody, Jay? I think we probably do need somebody, but it's, Klopp isn't the type of man who will just go out and, and get somebody in for the sake of getting them in. It's got to be the right player for the, for the right deal and things like that. You know, when we got Dean, it was because we've been looking at him for a while, wanting them to swoop in and get him, so we've pulled the trigger on it early. Things like that. So I, I can't see it. I think you've seen the way we play today. We've got Conor Bradley can come on and let Trent go into midfield. So it kind of allows that. Joe Gomez was very good at that. Very quickly, just because you mentioned Trent, where do you think Trent's best position is? I don't think he's got a best position. I think you've just got to give him the ball and just <laughs> allow him free roaming. I think you've got to just let him have a bit of freedom. Um, whether he comes back and covers at right back a bit, whether he drifts into midfield, I think letting him to one position is a waste of his talent. Yeah. I mean, he's I, right. I, I mean, right. I, I think he's terrific. I mean, that shot that rattled the bar in the first half, and you know, even the free kick. I know it was an own goal, but what a delivery! Um, yeah, you know, it was a great he, delivery. You know, it's hard to put the blame on the defender for that because. If he doesn't get his head to it, someone, you know, one of your strikers probably would have done. Um, what about Henderson in that situation? What about Henderson? He wants to come back, doesn't he? He does. I, I said this on Twitter yesterday. I don't, honestly don't think he gets in the Premier League team anymore. No, he can't run anymore. He can't. The, he can't. No, no. The, the drop-off from last season was all drastic. And again, I said this yesterday, nobody really battered an eyelid that we were selling our captain for £10 million. Um, and I think that says it all. Um, I mean, Dong Winong, you could probably go and do a job at a sort of Sheffield United or a, a Luton and a Burnley and things like that. But I think even that, the, the sort of dogfight down there, and I just don't think he's, he's got that in him anymore uh, at this level. Yeah. I think if he's going to come back to England, I say go to Sunderland, finish your career there. Yeah, 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 because he's a yeah, he came from Sunderland. Now, Jay, you're gonna be nice and relaxed about this next question because you're top of the league, you're through to the semi, you're through to the so you're probably not gonna give me the answer that I want here. But <laughs> how were you feeling at White Hart Lane that day? How did you feel after that game when it came out the the cheating against Liverpool, the benefits once again, Tottenham Hotspur. You're, you're still rattled, Perry. You're still rattled, and <laughs> I love it. Because you'd be unbeaten. You'd actually be unbeaten this season, which is phenomenal. I mean, you've gone to City, you've gone to Spurs, you've gone to Villa. Have you gone to Villa yet? I don't know. No, we haven't gone to Villa. Played the okay. role. You've got to play us away. You've got to play uh, uh, Villa away, and you've got You've gone to Newcastle. You know you've mm. you're in a good position. And had the had there not been cheating from the VAR and the you know the refs at White Hart Lane, Spurs getting away with it again. No, but on, all honesty, how did you feel? I mean, it was a shocking, shocking decision, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, I mean, it was unprecedented, wasn't it? Um, you know, they changed they changed the way VAR is sort of worked in the immediate aftermath of that game. So I think that tells you everything you need to know. My immediate reaction and thought about it was, uh, first of all, was was proud of the performance because, you know, to yeah. to go down to 10 and then nine men and still be in the game in the 90 
fourth, fifth minute, whatever it was when the own goal was scored, was incredible. And I don't think, even at nine men, I don't think we were actually at a game. Obviously, Spurs were on top, as you'd expect them to be. Um, but I thought overall, even with nine men, we, we played very, very well. The actual decision itself, I mean, at the time, I was I was furious as, as I think any Liverpool fan would be. I, I was, uh, you know, we would have been joining the Everton fans about crying corruption, marching down the streets and everything if uh, if it hadn't transpired the way it has now. But exactly, look, that's 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 why I'm I'm a bit annoyed that it. The only thing I, the only thing I would say on that, and I don't know if any of you watched the Sunderland Newcastle game yesterday. Um, it was so nice watching the game without VAR. It was lovely. Yes. You know, it, it made such a difference. And I think it made a difference to the players because there was none of this trying to get them to have a look at VAR. About, and, you know, there were thunderbolt, you know, challenges and they both got up and got on with the game. And um, what I would say about everyone blaming VAR, you know, for the Liverpool decision the, the ref, the linesman actually flagged offside. So if we didn't have VAR, that car wouldn't have been allowed anyway. I mean, mm. I which agree. was going to be my question, actually, Jules, because Jules bring it up. Jay, what do you think of VAR? Are you for it? I'm, I'm for VAR. With it needs better. It's the officials oh. are the problem. We, you yeah. know. Every single team is crying corruption and, and things this season and VAR out and things like that. And, and VAR isn't the problem. It's, it's the people running it. The referees are yeah. good enough. Yeah. Um, there's not a single referee. I think with the exception of Michael Oliver, where I go into the game thinking, right, he's going to get something. I think every game, this referee is going to get at least two decisions wrong. To um, I, I agree. And, and actually, I shouldn't really... I shouldn't really be saying this, but if you take the Odegaard handball at Anfield, if that goes to VAR, which obviously it does, mm. how on earth does that not is that not be given as a penalty against Arsenal? You know, and I'm an Arsenal fan, and I've got to come on and talk about the Villa game this year and the Newcastle game and the Chelsea. But how on earth do they not give that? Once it's gone to VAR, it's just shocking. It's just yeah, because we're not... we're told that VAR look at everything, but mm. you just wonder, do they? Um, and I also think I, you know, I read an interesting article I think um, during the week or a couple of weeks ago that there's a bit of communication between the VAR officials and Sky because. There's been some horrendous decisions by Bar, yeah. and Sky really don't go to town about it. You know, there, there was one at half time which they could have mentioned a lot more, and they they just referred to it really towards the end of the mm. first half, whilst the players were coming out. And it's like you know they've said to Sky, "We know we've you know bollocks here that that don't highlight it. Yeah. And that can't be right." Yeah. I agree. I agree with Julian on that. I don't know what you think, Jay. Did you did you think getting into a bit of banter territory? Did you think Jota did a nice nine point five the other night against Newcastle? Nice swan dive, or um... <laughs> look, I think he exaggerated the fall. There's there's no there's no doubt there was contact on him. Um, I just but why would you do that when you've rounded the keeper and you just need to tap it into an empty net? Why take the goal? I, I agree, and that's why I think it's a dive per se. Because yeah. again, Jota, he's you know 
we've all seen it. He's he's a clinical striker. When he gets the ball in the box, he's he's scoring a lot of the time. I just don't think yeah. if he's got an open goal, maybe he's overran it a bit in his yeah, own. Yeah, I thought thought I need to go down I, or something. I did think Liverpool were outstanding against Newcastle going forward. I, I thought yeah. you played really, equally, really well. Equally, Perry, if you're bringing that up, you've, we've got to ask Jay about that horrendous shove Saka gave. Um, I can't remember. He's broken his collarbone now, I believe. Um, Simicast. Yeah. Simicast. Mm. <laughs> that, that, that was a bit naughty. Perry won't have it. Perry said he slipped. No, I think he slipped. I don't think that was a foul. I, I thought Odegaard was a penalty. I thought Odegaard was a mm. penalty. I, I'm in disbelief it wasn't given as a penalty. See, Julian, that's the difference. I'm an honest Arsenal man. <laughs> you don't think he even goes wrong with it. I think Odegaard was a definite penalty, but I, I mm. didn't think Sipkas, I didn't think that was... You know what? At the time, I thought it was a foul, and obviously, I just, you know, the... Because of how he's ended up with, with his broken corner and things like that, you yeah. just immediately think he's done it on purpose. And I think I do think there's a little slip in there, and I think the slip has sort of put Saka's foot in front of him. So I don't think it was. I th- do think it was a far. I don't think there was anything. I don't think malicious. there was any cyni- cynical or malicious. There was no Saka. Romero about it, Jules. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely no Romero. <laughs> and what? Um, so. Because we're obviously we're, we're coming to the end, but what what would you predict for Liverpool for the rest of the season? Do you, do you, if I said to you now, I'm going to give you, you know, ten grand to go down to the bookies. Where where do you think Liverpool will finish? See, I, I'm always a bit a little bit pessimistic with stuff like this. So even 1920 when we did win the league. I didn't say we were going to win the league till about the 27th eighth game of the season. So yeah, weren't you like 15 points clear? <laughs> yeah, something like that. So I'm very against saying it. I've done it. In You're the going past. to say third, third or second. Um, no, you know what? Give me. Yeah, it's it's difficult because you look at where we are right now, and to say I'll take second seems I'm not confident in the team going on and being able to win the league, and that's not the case. Um, but if you'd asked me at the start of the season what I would have liked, I would have took second and the Europa League winning it. Um, yeah, and as I of think, right think, now, yeah, yeah, go on and win it. I think the thing is, is if it you know, like for Tottenham fans and for Liverpool fans, Man City and Villa fans at the moment, you know, your your your, your season's on the up. You know, the the vibe around the club, around Spurs, around Liverpool, um, around City, they got De Bruyne back. Today, who, who, by the way, I don't know if you've seen his assist within like five. It's just he's just he's going to add so much more to them. And they didn't have they didn't have Haaland either yet. I, and, I think. Go on, sorry. Well, I was just going to say I think the vibe is up, and this isn't me playing it down because the, the whole season I've said I think Arsenal finish top two, but right now um, I don't see Arsenal troubling City and Liverpool unless there's a complete change of uh, vibe or something. Um, and I, I think Tottenham with their players coming back and Aston Villa with their home form can definitely challenge Arsenal for for fourth. And don't write off. Funny enough, I know they've had a terrible, terrible time, but I wouldn't write off Newcastle either because they're now out of everything. I know they're in the FA Cup, but they're now out of Europe and that really killed Newcastle. Yeah. I don't think they'll finish above Liverpool and City, 
but tight between Arsenal and uh, Tottenham Villa. You know, probably Newcastle, probably just behind. Yeah, I, I, think, I think. Go on, Jay. Sorry, I was just going to say. I think I think Villa will eventually drop off. I think realistically, it's not going to us Arsenal or City. Winning it. Um, I think Newcastle, Champions League, and things like that has come a season or two too early. Um, yeah, he didn't have the squad for it, and you're seeing that as soon as they got an injury to. I mean, they've had a lot of fairness to them, but I think especially the likes of Sven Bartman, Nick Pope. Yeah, that uh, killed him. Bartman was a big loss. Yeah, the, the drop off is so big, um, and he didn't have the squad to to go on and do it, but. They'll be back. They've got the money there. Jules, what were you going to say to Jay? I was going to say that, you know, I mean, obviously I know you're playing it down, you know, big spending Arsenal yet again, you know, try and be a miracle if you finish top four and all that rubble. And, you know, but I, I think, you know, Arsenal have really got to, you know, be, be sorry they didn't take advantage with Man City. They, they were away for the Super Cup. They've had Haaland out for about a month or so. De Bruyne. They've had De Bruyne out for so long. The whole and, season. The whole season. You know, that was the that was the chance that really you, you should have put daylight between you and City. Um, but we've gone. We've at this moment in time, we've gone. You know, if you're if you're I, I can't believe that last night I looked, Jay, and and Arsenal were eight to one and Tottenham and Villa were thirty three to one. Now, you know. Am I going to say that Arsenal are going to like, you know, but I, I don't agree with that. At the moment, football is about confidence. As Liverpool showed today, they kept in it. They knew, like you said, Jay, you fancied it at half time. And football is a lot about confidence. And at the moment, Arsenal don't have it. Liverpool do. City certainly do. Spurs kind of do. I think defensively, you're a bit nervous. And I get that. But defensively, you know, um, Jay, who have you got? I can't remember, but you've also you've got League Cup, you've got Fulham, the draw for the FA Cup tomorrow, and the, I don't even know who you've got in your own league. Apologies. Um, it hasn't been drawn yet, so because we finished top of the group, we don't. Oh, of course. So, we, and we I do this, I do do this a lot, Jay. So obviously, <laughs> you've got the Europa League. Um, we're in the Champions League last sixteen against Porto, uh, Julian. What is your European tie? Can you I just don't know, remind? but all I know is Jay and I will both be watching the FA Cup draw tomorrow evening. Um, what, you what mean the Arsenal? FA Cup? Arsenal, have won, Arsenal. Arsenal have won 14 times. And what number are you tomorrow in the draw? We're the, we're the, we're the 14th Cup uh, holding tie. That's because it. you sponsor the tournament. Not today we didn't. <laughs> That's As you can see, Julian doesn't answer. Is sponsored by Arsenal. He doesn't answer that European question, Jay. <laughs> who they got? Oh, oh, oh no, 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 no! You didn't want to go he's, down he's the European route. You, they, you they didn't want to go three. down the European route because obviously Liverpool, out of the three of us, have won the most European trophies, and then it's Spurs with two, and then it's Arsenal with one, I believe. I think you'll find, Julian, that you've won three. <laughs> I think we've won three. <laughs> You've won three European trophies and we've won two, not two and one. But I'm always here to educate. <laughs> I'm here to educate. But no, I think, listen, listen, I do think one, one thing I do think is going to be very interesting, and I think Jay, Jay called it, is it, it's a fascinating season because nothing is for certain. I, 
Honestly, I think the Champions League will be between City, Real Madrid and probably Bayern Munich with Kane. I think the league will come down to probably Liverpool and City now, unless Arsenal, Villa and Spurs go on an unbelievable run. The FA Cup, who cares about it now that the uh, the 14 times <laughs> winners are out? And the League Cup, Fulham will not be an easy game for you, Jay. No. It won't be an easy game. They battered Arsenal last week. I'll tell you that. They battered us. They really did. They were, they were very good against Arsenal. The, yeah, they really they were the better side. They scored three this season. So um, yeah. we've, we've got to take them very seriously. The find in the groove, um, really, the, you know, I think losing Mitrovic really hindered him at the start of the season. Now, Jimenez is getting Jimenez. good games. He's, yeah. he's starting to look good again. Um, I think Robinson left back for them. I think he's a very good player. I said that last week. I thought he was superb against Saka. I mean, mm. Saka scored and he had another chance, but he was still he was still really, really good. And what's your... We like to do predictions at the end of the pod each week. What's your... Um, I know Tottenham are at Manchester United, Jules. It's about yeah. time you had a hard game. Um, although that's not really hard these days. I'm sure Jay will agree. <laughs> um, who have Liverpool got in their next game? Um... You know what? I, I, it's been that many games. I haven't even. I'm not even. Got, I haven't checked. You've, you've, you've got Bournemouth, and I think I don't think it's next weekend. I think it's the following weekend. Because yeah, I think, I think that's why. Premier League are playing one weekend. A little bit behind, but that's second weekend. So Bournemouth away. Uh, Liverpool have got which uh, they're playing well. I mean, we we played them a couple of weeks ago, and though we won on paper three one, it was a hard game. You know that hmm. they they were a hard team. 3-1 flattered us, I thought, a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, go, you know, um, I said at the start of the season with Bournemouth, I thought they had a, a very quietly transfer window. Um, I think the manager they brought in, as he was not really hardly thought of in Spain, um, I think he was a bit of a for, for Bournemouth. And I just think it took them a while to, to get going with him. And now they're seeing the rewards. Dominic Stalanke looked fantastic. <laughs> Never thought I'd say that. Bullshit. Um, yeah, it's going to be tough. I think it will be. I'm going to go for prediction. So can we just do the predictions before we end, Jules? Um, because it's United, Spurs at United, Bournemouth, Liverpool are the following week when we play Crystal Palace. So let's just do those three predictions. I'll start. I'm going to go Man United, Neil, Spurs, Knight. No. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Man United, one. Tottenham won. Bournemouth, I don't even want to say it. Bournemouth won, Liverpool two. And I think Arsenal might finally score a goal. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know if we'll even beat Palace. I really don't. I heard Elise might be out. He's got a hamstring, but who knows? They're, they're my predictions on those three games. Yeah, go on, go on Jay. Um, so I think 3-0 Tottenham. Oh, wow. yeah! United just awful. Um, they are think... awful, but they can produce a performance at Old Trafford. Uh, you know, they were awful against Villa, and then the second half mm. they just came storming back, and the fans got behind them. Um, yeah, sorry, go yeah. on. I just, I just think if Tottenham play the way you, you can play at times this season, you'll blow them away. Um, I think oh, it'll, it'll be. United, if you, if you and do. your game, your game at Liverpool, at Bournemouth. Um, I think probably two one. I think it'd be a really close one, uh, similar to, to the Palace game where we won two one. 
Um, and then again, I think and Arsenal against Arsenal against Palace at home. Home, probably. No, I think you'll find it against against them. I'd say probably three nil Arsenal there. Somebody's giving me a little bit of pleasure today listening to that. <laughs> Jay, oh, listen, that that's all we've got real time for on this podcast. Um, Jay, thank you for coming on. Um, you know, I'm pleased you did come on at the end. Uh, with My pleasure. Victory. Um, where where can people find you on on social media? Um, so on Twitter or X, just still seems weird saying that. Um, we are at LFC Groove on Instagram and Facebook. It's just at Liverpool Groove, and then we're on all your normal uh, podcast websites, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, well, I don't even know what all of them are these days, but yeah. Anyway, you get your podcast. You can you can find us on. We're all on them. Lovely, lovely. Well, listen. Enjoy the rest of the season. Um, Obviously, if Spurs don't win it, um, I'd like you to to win it. Um, you know, I'm not not really behind government-funded teams like uh, Man City. So uh, enjoy the rest of the season. Um, It'll be supporting Arsenal in the Champions League. Good old Jules, thank you. And, um, yeah, Perry, don't ring Jay or I tomorrow evening. We'll be watching the draw. Uh, <laughs> and I've just noticed if you do win it both, I think you're both on eight. So, listen, you'll only be six behind Arsenal. So, you know what? No, but, Jay, thank you very much and good luck for the rest of the season. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Just remember, you can follow uh, North London is on uh, Spotify, um, on iTunes. We're on the um, Sports Social Podcast Network. Uh, So, please do download and subscribe and give us a a review if you can. So, um, Not many Premier League games next weekend, uh, but we will be back uh, next weekend uh, reviewing the, uh, hopefully, Tottenham's victory at uh, at Old Trafford and obviously any transfer news that happens now the window's open as well for, for Spurs and Arsenal. So until next week, have a good week and see you then. Have a good week. Podcast Network.